0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I am Daft Prodigy, joined by my beautiful husband, Rain Zero. You are listening to session 71, Veldraine. The cover of Night have made it to the port city of Veldraine and have been looking for a place to lay low. Well, most of them, at least. Unia has taken it upon themselves to investigate the local cult of Eredin and the locals aren't pleased at the intrusion. Uh Uh-oh. This session features sound effects by Sirenscape and music by Michael Gelfie Audio. More on those at the end of the session. And now, let's find out if it's time for a schism already on Curse of the Crimson Throne.
1: Hello, beautiful wife.
0: Hello, beautiful husband.
1: And welcome back to, to Curse Curse of, of the Crimson the Crimson Throne. Yes. Sorry, I was trying to catch up with you there.
0: Yeah, you 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 got you ran past me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Curse sorry. of the Crimson. Curse of the Crimson Throne. The throne of crimson. It's a crimson throne. And now we're you know writing the lyrics to a pop song from the '90s.
1: <laughs> so. What happened last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne?
0: Last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne. Having completed an underwater adventure that rescued uh, our dear Ophelia and cleared her name, the party found themselves on the road leading into Veldrain, a port city that also serves as the Naval Academy and a primary source of ships for the Corvosan fleet. The town is overrun with gray maidens uh and there's there was pretty stiff security on the way in but it was nothing that our dear Ophelia now that she's back couldn't handle with some very impressive disguise checks and a convincing enough lie that we were a traveling group of bards looking to make it big in the shitty taverns of Veldrain. Yes. Uh, we made our way into the city. And uh, went to the Central Market to hear what we could hear. Um We did some rumor gathering. Uh, We learned that uh, Lord Veldrain might have uh, among his impressive horde of expensive magical items a an amulet of proof against detection and location which we are looking for for our good friend um neolandis the former seneschal of corvosa who is on the run and has a bunch of very important information about queen Ilios' plans
1: also uh work also thing that would work in this situation if you can find like a wand of non-detection or something like that yeah or something like that
0: yeah um
1: albeit for a limited time
0: yeah Yeah, the amulet is a more long-term solution, and in addition to that, we learned about the vigilante, the new vigilante uh, in Corvosa, who burned down the bridges. Their name is Trefacia. Or Trefacia, if you're in Corvosa. (laughs) Trefacia, yeah. Um, Based off of the uh, three-faced mask used in theater, that is also uh, something that they wear as part of their costume. Yes. They are, uh, according to rumor, they have taken over Blackjack's position as the protector of old Corvosa and uh, see fit to keep it that way. Uh, After receiving this information and uh, receiving a fake handbag, uh, Ophelia uh, returned to the party and Unia noticed some graffiti of a tentacled symbol of Aroden. And the words "the shadow waits." Mm-hmm. Squelch, being an extremely good tracker, followed the trail of this graffiti artist uh, to a a warehouse. Just an ab- yeah, sort, it's of just sort of an abandoned
1: building, building uh, that had looked like it had its door boarded over. But uh, it, you very here. quickly learned that the boarding was sort of added on to the door itself mm-hmm. to it's- make it look more abandoned.
0: Yes. Um so Unia went into this building alone, uh went up to the door, knocked, said the Shadow Waits. Um they uh entered the building and met with some cultists uh who claimed to be, you know, worshiping the Shadow Aeridon.
1: Yeah, and uh and uh it turned out they were uh kind of human supremacists. Yeah,
0: which uh, Unia was not very comfortable with, No. <laughs> in, indicative of how they have learned a bit in their adventures uh, yes. out and about with people who aren't human. And um, so uh,
1: you uh, threw back your hood, revealed that you are the prophet of Aridan.
0: Rolled terribly on my intimidation yeah. check, and, and now I'm about to get my ass handed to me yes. by a bunch of cultists. And now the cultists <laughs> are like, <"F- laughs> fuck off, you're not
1: the real prophet of Ariden. Uh And so let us roll for initiative. All right. Uh, now, I have to use some physical dice because I'm actually using some sheets I haven't put in.
0: Oh, no. Oh, oh. oh no. Unia's going to get fucking murdered. <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> For a total of three.
1: Oh, hey, Yunia, you get to have a roll-off.
0: Oh my god. Uh, one of
1: the guards rolled the exact same initiative um, as you.
0: Yunia's dexterity score is at 10. You got a 6... six uh, 16... Oh no. Let's just, just roll d d20. Yep, here we go. 11?
1: Okay, so I get... So you get... T- uh, 0.11. <laughs> and I get... One six. Guess who's going last?
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll just say they're caught off guard after they throw their cloak off. Er, they throw their cloak back sort of Gandalf style. And they're like, this is going to be really impressive. They're all going to kowtow when they see that I am the uh, the prophet of Eredin, of whom they've been speaking. And that isn't what happens. Amazing. <laughs> Thankfully, my flat-footed AC is not different from my regular AC. <laughs>
1: okay, so um, with that, the uh, head cultist who sort of has a, a dark robe over their uh, head—it's like this dark, tattered green material—sort of walks forward toward you, and you just hear them as they as they quickly move to act. Say, now you must not go about. Profaning the name of Aradin. Otherwise, you may never feel his blessings. And reaches out to you. How dare you? And you see Shadow course up his arm. Oh shit. As he as he as he uh grabs you.
0: Oh shit.
1: Uh, and I need you to make a will save.
0: Uh-oh. 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 Oh, natural oh. 20. So 35.
1: So uh the the shadow courses up his arm as as he hits you the shadow like like surges up his body almost like a torrent of water moving towards you and it clings around you and starts to wrap itself around your head uh and starts to pool into your eyes <gasps> but then just boom, this this explosion uh, disperses it in a perfect sphere, uh, dissipating around you. And uh, the shadows swirl about you uh, as you succeed on the save.
0: How dare you?
1: All right. And the this cultist here is going to try to grab you. 16 versus CMD.
0: Um, nope.
1: So one of the acolytes uh, goes to grab one of your arms and the other acolyte is going to try to grab your other one. Uh, they got <laughs> also a 16. Nope. As, they, as they both like find that they can't like quite get purchase on your armor. Uh, they're not particularly well trained for this. Now, Yunia, what would you like to do?
0: Um, so they're within five feet of me. Uh, can I take a five foot step back? I mean,
1: you would still... So you could take a five-foot step away from any one of them. Uh, let, me, let me see. They would be positioned like
0: this. Ah, uh, okay.
1: And basically two of them behind you, one of them in front. Oh, okay. So you can five-foot step in any direction uh, to not be right next to one of them.
0: Okay. Um. I'm going to... I'm going to uh, five-foot step to up and to the left so that i'm near the cultist the main cultist and not sort of the uh the the baby cultists okay yeah Um, so you're stepping toward the leader yes i'll step toward the leader uh and then i'll just eat an attack of opportunity uh as i cast shadow conjuration glitter dust okay and he's Uh, going
1: to try to attack at you with a dagger that's going to be an 18 to hit. Nope. All right, so as it skids off your armor, Shadow Conjuration, Glitter Dust.
0: Yeah, gotcha. I guess I'll, I'll have to include myself in that uh that explosion as well, but... I don't I can, think so. I, uh, if, if I want to hit the Cultist, I think I do. Well,
1: you could get it from...
0: Oh, I suppose I could. Yeah, if, you, if yeah. you
1: centered it on the on uh, the Cultist who was previously to your left... Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, I'll do that.
1: You, you could uh, hit both of them, or all you could hit right. all three of them without...
0: All right. Uh, so that is a DC 19 will save on the shadow conjuration. Okay.
1: Will save um the the head cult is going to succeed. Okay. The Oh wait. Uh, these guys actually I have a fail and fail.
0: Okay. So yeah. we roll So these,
1: a- so the two the two acolytes uh seem to uh be blinded. By the glitter as it as it coalesces in their eyes, uh, but the but the leader, you you almost see like like the glitter sort of fade back to darkness around them.
0: Actually, I think I think for shadow conjuration, you first make a save against the shadow conjuration, oh. and then you make an additional save against the spell.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: um so the it has a 20% chance I think of going off on the so, cultist regardless the cultist leader so the,
1: the first the front one succeeded on his will save to ignore it.
0: Yeah, uh, so it then, has a 20% chance of him needing to make a will save against okay, the uh, So roll
1: a d100 and what are we doing 20 uh, we'll low? I'll do low.
0: Yeah, we'll do low. Okay. Ah, poo.
1: Okay. 76. So so yeah, like you see you see the shadow uh you see the glitter dust uh fade to uh, shadowy motes around him, and then they just suck back into uh, his cloak, actually. And uh, the other two uh, fail their save to disbelieve, and then I, and then they also fail their saves to uh, be blinded.
0: Okay, so there's it's like instead of like the golden sparkles of glitter dust, it's like black sparkles. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're coated in like yes. like a goth glitter bomb. Uh, Unia will demand. How do you have this spellcasting power? What tricks are you using?
1: No tricks. The shadow grants what is asked for. And you're going to see them uh, take their dagger and it just charges uh, as as this shadow energy that's been surging around them again courses up their arm and into the dagger. And you just see like wisps of smoke coming off as they
0: stab at you. It's a channel smite.
1: Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. It's not gonna hit. It's not gonna hit. Um, for a total of 11. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, uh, they they go to stab at you, and, and the dagger again, uh, just sh- glances off your armor. You just see this, this gout of energy just shoot out the side. And the others uh, are blinded. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this one knew that you were here. They're gonna step up, and they're going to try to attack at you. I'm just gonna... Uh, Talkalon blinded for both of them, as they move forward. They try to hit you with like a, with uh basically basically like a, a a club. Yeah. Um, and they're in uh, the
0: Shadow and club. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, and then they have a fifty percent miss chance. Uh, that's gonna be a miss. Mm. Uh, a sixteen to hit. <laughs> yeah, no. As they swing. Uh, and you manage to dodge out of the way. And then the other one is going to also come forward uh, and also swing. <gasps> well, that could hit because that's a natural 20 Oh with a 25 to confirm.
0: Oh, that does confirm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Let's see if it's going to hit him. All right. That is that one uh, actually is a hit.
0: They get a good smack uh, off
1: as uh, this person uh, comes forth uh, and uh, smacks you with uh, with a club. Uh, and it deals 15 points of damage to you. Ouch! Yo. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, that's yeah. a... Um, How do you respond? Well, I think Yunia was looking to deal with this non-violently. Uh, well, d- not non-violently, but like, uh, they were looking to defuse the situation, perhaps by intimidating these people into leaving. But it seems like they're very interested in killing Unia. Mm-hmm. so...
1: You have profaned the name of Aroden. Uh, yes, Apparently. <laughs>
0: Apparently I have. I think this would be a great opportunity for unia to channel entropy. They're like the shadows course around them. It's a DC 17 will save to have the damage. They okay. go, if you will not listen to me you will listen to him. Okay. Five, six damage. Okay. Nineteen points um, of damage.
1: You manage to. So both of the acolytes uh, are hit with this entropy, and you see uh, like their armor corrode around them, uh, and uh, and the color drain from their skin, uh, and they're sitting, and they they're left standing there, just <gasps> very very hurt by this uh, the one in the front holds their holds their blade up and you almost see like the the shadows as they course out the entropy as it courses out from you breaking across the blade and swirling uh, back around uh, and some of it uh, from the turbulence behind uh, does hit them uh, and so they only take half damage
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, nine points but they are still standing yeah. they're all technically still standing but the two other guards are left reeling.
0: Yunia will look to the two blinded and weakened uh, lesser cultists. End this now! Submit to your superior. Me.
1: It's me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who's your superior? <laughs> me.
1: Uh, sorry, I really haven't figured out the chain of command thing. Submit going to this.
0: the true prophet of Aradin!
1: I don't know, this guy's been casting spells and saying that he worships Aroden, so I don't know. Uh, uh, The the front guy is... Let me see, what can I do? Uh, You can see that uh, he's starting to panic a bit, as he realizes that uh, your power does seem superior to his own. Alright, and uh, uh, he's going to five foot step back uh, and and just, uh, and just, let me see. As he, he steps back and goes, there is no place for one like you who does not have the fortitude to do what is necessary to uphold the true purpose of Eredin. If you will not turn your voice to his purpose, then perhaps it is best if you don't use any magic at all. Make will say
0: oh
1: shit oh fuck! 27 uh and uh yeah there's this brief moment where uh you you hear you hear this and there's just this faintest thing in the back of your mind going maybe you shouldn't use any magic maybe i shouldn't cast any spells uh and then uh how do you shake that off
0: the the spell goes forward uh, out of this uh out of the cultists mouth sort of like uh spiraling smoke tendrils <laughs> of darkness reaching into yunia's ears and mm-hmm. like before with the um the other spell there's this burst of force as the the shadows are put under yunia's control mm-hmm. and are expelled uh, from their ears.
1: Nice. Okay. And then um, one of the cultists here is going to actually reach into their pocket and pull out a healing potion. And
0: um, do I get an attack of opportunity on that? Oh, uh, you do. That's um,
1: actually as they draw the healing potion.
0: Oh wait, no, they can't do
1: both. They're they're currently disabled. Uh so uh you see actually the the two acolytes just get down on their knees, uh breathing heavily like no, please! I yield! I yield Uh Good. and I'm gonna remove them both from initiative. Uh Yunia, what would you like to do?
0: Your subordinates have realized my power. Will you not do the same?
1: And, uh, he will just say, I will never relent to a spineless, insignificant
0: imitator who claims to know Eredin's mind. You will yield to the true prophet of Eredin. Yunia is going to take a five-foot step forward and full round attack. Ooh. Uh so we're gonna channel smite on this first one that's okay. uh, a plus 13 to hit i'm not doing power attack because i can't roll to save my life uh it's 13. oh <gasps> that's uh natural 20 rolling to confirm uh we'll just take the results of this die here yeah uh does a 23 confirm
1: yeah that confirms
0: okay um so uh Falcata has a times three crit
1: uh, so give me, uh, I guess uh, then 2d8 plus 4.
0: Yep. Oh. <laughs> two right. twos. I got, th- I, so, a 5, a 2, and a 2. So that's 15 points of damage, and then uh, the channel smite is coming in. Damn. 5d6. I think you still get a uh, will save. Uh,
1: oh, shit. It's not gonna matter.
0: 22 points even, of damage. Even on
1: a, even on a fail. Uh, well, let's make it to see if he dies. Natural 20. So uh so again this uh yeah, yeah, how do you want to do it?
0: Okay. So I I, I imagine because he succeeds on the will save, um, as Unia comes forward, they pull out their Falcata and the shadows coalesce around their blade, uh, much in the same way that they coalesced around the cultist mm-hmm. dagger, but even more intensely. And Yunia raises their falcata and sort of chops down on this guy's neck. Mm-hmm. Deals a grievous injury. And then the shadows try to finish the guy off. Mm-hmm. And he stares up as the shadows are creeping sort of along his neck and up to his face. Yeah. And he and he starts to fight the shadows off. Yeah. And Unia stares and they stick the falcata in a little bit more and the shadows just wash over the guy's body and he collapses dead
1: yeah yeah uh as as uh actually uh yeah they they the shadows course up and you see him like resisting and then they just explode out the side of his head and basically all these veins that were filling with shadow around him are just now gushing blood out and he lays on the ground bleeding
0: so shall all such false prophets meet their end
1: all right and the uh the remaining guards here they sort of just collapse exhausted uh bleeding they're not bleeding out but they uh fall unconscious
0: um i will um I have something for this. Um, Yes, uh, I can. I can cast stabilize on both of them. Okay. Um, And then um, Unia will actually use uh, their healer's uh, their their healing hands ability uh, to um, heal up both of these cultists.
1: Okay. So you'll probably get them back up to full.
0: I believe so. I mean, it's a. Treat deadly wounds. Uh so I right. I do a heal check on that. Uh so that's at plus plus eighteen. Oh yeah. I got a 36. <laughs> I think I get both of them up. I I think I get well, i get one of them up to uh to full. Um yeah. and then we'll roll for the other. They have
1: 19 hit points. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, 21. That'll get them both up. Okay. And uh
1: you heal both of them up. And uh they, they just go,
0: I don't understand. You have been freed from the one who was corrupting you.
1: Everything he said, though. He said that there would be a, a glorious new world for us.
0: There will be. But not only for us.
1: They sort of uh, having been fully restored, look at you and just go, if yours is the way to follow Inheritance path, we will follow.
0: Restore what has been broken for everyone.
1: And, uh, actually, one of them, one of them seems, uh, pretty, pretty much like, okay, no, no, you're right, you're right. The other one goes... If we we're restoring everything for everyone, how will we know that humans will have a place in the world still?
0: Will not the others be grateful?
1: And uh, you see they they don't seem to fully buy that. Actually, roll diplomacy.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm so, so good at that. They're uh, hostile
1: toward this idea.
0: Okay, hold on. Where's my sheet here's my sheet
1: one of them was sort of indifferent and the other one is actively hostile toward it <laughs> 13. uh the, the guy this this one guy goes no no i don't know what tricks you are pulling i have read the writings of eridan i have heard of his miracles and the path that he had chosen for humanity I will have no part of this. And he throws his weapon on the ground. And he's going to leave.
0: Sully his name no further.
1: I speak only for what I seek in the world. Aroden was once a means to attaining these things. I can only hope that he will be again. And the
0: guy's gonna start to leave. Wait. Are there others like you?
1: Why should I tell you? So you can kill them too?
0: I did not kill you.
1: But you killed him. Gestures toward the leader. I
0: I will not reveal
1: my brothers and
0: sisters. I did not start this fight. But rest assured... I will be standing when it is over.
1: No, 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 no. You did start this. You are the one they speak of. Are you not? Yes. You revealed that Aroden still lingers. Your ideals may want a softer, kinder future. But the world is harsh. Rorik... Knew that. And he guided us to prepare for its harshness. And Aradin answered
0: You're right. I did start this. That makes you my responsibility. Yunia will cast Hold Person.
1: Ooh. Uh, and uh, the other cultists will be like
0: oh, Wait, wait, wait. Don't do anything. Don't do
1: anything. Uh, rash, like he doesn't know what he's saying and the guy just sort of sits there gritting his teeth and you can see like his eyes bugging out of his head he as knows. he seizes.
0: He knows exactly what he's saying.
1: Uh, and The, the other, the other uh, cultist is sort of like putting a hand on your shoulder like no, don't do anything don't do anything permanent he, he,
0: he's, he's not all that bad. He's he, a great guy. He has made his choice. I will coup de him. Okay. Well, I
1: roll uh, 38 plus 6. Okay. Uh, oh, right. Oh. It worked anyway. Uh.
0: Oh, yeah, it only... Uh, oh, sad sad rolls.
1: Okay. Uh, 14. Uh, so, all right, and then he needs to make a fortitude save.
0: Actually, would I be able to channel smite on the coup de grace? Yes, you could. Oh, I, I would I would actually like to do that. Okay, uh,
1: yeah, so channel smite.
0: <laughs> um, so
1: yeah just so you channel yeah. spine on the cryptics yeah. uh
0: so unia puts their falcata up uh and um as, as this man is uh frozen on the spot they they put they, they raise their falcata in the air with their hand with one hand uh, as the shadows course around course up their arm and around the falcata again and with with a cry they just chop the guy's head off
1: mm-hmm. and, it, and uh, the, the initial cut uh, just kind of glances like, uh, like it's like oh I didn't actually have enough power behind no, that one fact. to <laughs> do it but then, uh, but then almost following through the channel smite sweeps with a with a shadowy blade that follows through and then embeds in the ground you see this crack uh, form in the stone beneath you
0: ENIA turns back to the one living cultist.
1: They collapse to their knees. Their hands uh, uh, fall to the ground uh, in the pool of blood that is now forming.
0: Warn your friends. If they do not accept that others who are not human may also benefit from our work. On their own terms, they will meet this man's fate.
1: The guy just kind of sits there,
0: and you can uh, see that he's uh, crying. He doesn't speak. Yunio will wipe their blade. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you want any of the loot? (laughs) That seems a little much. Okay, okay,
1: okay. (laughs) All right, so you leave.
0: We heard some shouting. Is everything okay? You're hurt. Yes, I am hurt. I will be all right in time. Do you want to... Do you want to talk about it? Is that... Oh God! Is that blood? Let's let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Uh, uh, the party will uh, hurry away from the scene. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? They wanted to subjugate all of Avastan. They wanted what Cheliak's wanted. What you, you mean, Cheliak's the the place with the devils and, and stuff? Yes, but before the devils, it wasn't better. It was still bad. So you you killed them? They tried to kill me? Oh, alright, 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 fine.
1: <laughs> um, and uh, where are you guys heading? Um... As you uh, quickly evacuate the area?
0: How about one of those shitty taverns? Yeah! What were yes. they called again? The uh, Clanky the chain? chain? The Clanky Chain? The the Loud Frog?
1: The Loud Frog. <laughs> and I can't remember the other one.
0: Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I need a minute after the Unia scene. That was pretty intense. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Unia's cold. They're cold. Yeah, they're, they're pretty cold. Oof, fuck. Uh Um.
1: But yeah, uh, you got a uh, a cult, a a human supremacist cultist
0: uh, who Uh, did
1: seem to have magic.
0: Yeah. uh,
1: Proclaiming that uh, they wanted a uh, more human-centric future. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Yeah, and Yunia's like, actually I learned pretty quick that that's that's shitty and it sucks. mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Yunia's got like a really Impressive bruise. Yeah. From where they got crit on with a club on uh-huh. their head. Yeah. As we are moving away from the scene of the double murder. Um ah. <laughs> uh, schism. 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 <laughs> how can there be a schism? There's like eight people who worship this guy.
1: Look if there's if there's eight people worshiping one deity, that's eight possible different interpretations of the faith.
0: Yeah, I was in a knitting circle one time. That was <laughs> what to <laughs> sometimes nights get wild. That's all I'm saying. No, it's knit one, pearl two. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Um, so as as we're running, well, not running, moving quickly, but not so quickly as to draw attention. Um, hustling. Hustling. As we're hustling, uh, Damien is uh, digitating the remaining blood off of Unia's falcata. Squelch is going to uh, look up and just point at the enormous bruise blossoming across Unia's, the side of Yunia's head where they got crit on with that club. Um, Do you want us to um, fix that? Oh, Junia sort of feels feels their head ow ow um one moment uh, and we will use wand of oh God, all I have is wand of cure serious uh. mm-hmm. let me see. <laughs> That's a little too. I'm not. I'm not quite at cure serious levels yet. Do you,
1: do you just have a spell slot?
0: Uh, uh yeah. With uh,
1: one of the lower cures.
0: Yeah, I have. A, I have. I have cure light wounds and a spell slot. Okay. Uh, yeah, Yuni will cast uh, cure light wounds on themselves. Uh, one d eight plus five, and it heals them ten points Look of damage. Uh, they are uh, the 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 bruise recedes. They have sort of a nasty looking cut. Uh, and, and they the sort, of sort of. Move up under an awning. Move their hair uh, and put their hood back up to hide the injury. The the back
1: alleys here are kind of a tangled network of these one or two person wide spaces between buildings. Uh, So finding a way uh, out uh, does involve sort of navigating these several hundred year old streets. Uh, Would you like
0: me to make a survival check?
1: Um, I mean you're just getting away, you're not like trying to go anywhere in particular. Uh, I'm I'm um, much more
0: excited about rolling survival checks now that have a druid in the party.
1: (laughs) um, You could roll a survival (laughs) to see if you are totally lost.
0: Ooh! I would love to do that. Okay, Uh, so that's a 17 uh, to roll. Or
1: to see if you've figured out roughly what direction you've been heading, so therefore no. Like what general area?
0: Skills. Oh, <laughs> it rolled in an 18 and then over to a five. So twenty-two. still,
1: still good enough. Um, let me see. Do I have DCs for survival? Yeah, you you would you would gather uh, looking at a few landmarks. You can see the, the steeple of the Temple of Arastil. You can see uh, the large uh, the large uh, crenellated towers of the Naval Academy. Uh, and from there, you would gather that you guys have probably come to about here. Uh, okay. Meaning, uh, meaning you're kind of close to the chain house, uh, huh. which is down over here. There's a dry dock, uh, which, uh, you would figure if you get out of this tangle of, uh, back alleys, you might be able to actually see.
0: Ah, and, um, do we hear the sounds of tavern nearby? Um,
1: you hear the sounds, uh, kind of distant of a large amount of foot traffic, uh, this, this side, uh, you'll have like a courtyard uh, in this area where there's a few people just sort of sitting uh, around, uh, sitting ar- like on benches and talking. Uh, they seem to be discussing the finer points of some sort of sporting event that happened recently. Uh, I don't know what sort of sports people get involved in here nor do I know anything about sports. So they're mostly just talking about the athleticism of one of the people on the team and how, man, it's really good <laughs> that that guy's on the team and that we didn't we didn't trade him for so-and-so from Magnemar. <laughs>
0: He'll be real useful in the upcoming Blood Pig tournaments. Yes, yes, Blood Pig. That's what we got. <laughs>
1: uh, they're going, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really excited for the playoff game against Riddleport. Uh, do you believe Arsenal just Riddleport. walked the hog
0: in like that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a... oh good fucking god sorry did you see that ludicrous display last night
0: <laughs> anyway sorry all right um yeah so as they're as they're talking uh Lenore's gonna just kind of come up hey uh we're new in town do you have any uh recommendations for a good place to get something to drink? A good place! <laughs> um... Alright. Do you have recommendations for a bad place? There's a place to get
1: drinks. It's over there. They point toward the end of the wall, actually. Uh... That, that'd be the, the clinky chain. Alright,
0: uh, alright, alright.
1: Uh... And they're sort of pointing toward uh, this large tower that overlooks the harbor. Uh... And you can see uh, there is uh, a massive uh, winch and uh, coiled chain uh, atop the tower. And you can see that there's like a hole in the side where the chain actually like comes out and stretches out over the uh, harbor itself.
0: Excellent. Uh, Lenore will go, thank you for the thank you for the recommendation. If I happen to see either of you there later, first one's on me. She gives him a little wink and walks off. (laughs)
1: Very nice. Uh, And was that Lenore?
0: Yeah, that was Lenore. Okay. Uh,
1: And uh, so heading off that way, you will find a ramshackle looking tavern that looks like it was a really old building that at some point somebody decided they were going to put a second edition on. And at the time, they probably thought, wow, this is going to be a really great edition. (laughs) Uh, And then... uh, it didn't turn out exactly the way that they thought. And so there is there is an addition on the building that has uh, a bunch of extra struts holding up the eaves of the roof because it's pretty clear this thing could just collapse in on itself at any time. <laughs> However, they do have, uh, in the way that people would have like a velvet rope sectioning off the VIP section of a club, they do have a little chain uh blocking off the the front door uh and there's a halfling uh sitting by the sitting by the chain uh they've got like a little stool and they're uh rocking it back on its back legs and as you come up and uh, they go well 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 well, what do we have here out of town us yep so uh you got the money for the cover charge cover charge cover charge this is, the, this is the most exclusive place in town. The Clinky Chain uh, sort of rattles the chain that's blocking off the door. And it goes, the only place in all of Aricia where you can drink in the shadow of the one and only Harbor Chain.
0: That sounds nice. You see
1: this, the, the Harbor Chain, now that you're getting a closer look at it, is fucking huge, by the way. It, it, they're these, these uh, rings of iron that are probably like the rings themselves are probably about five inches thick. Wow! Uh, bands of of iron, that's- uh, and the winch that's uh, that's on the top of the tower nearby mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is one of the most massive pieces of machinery you've ever seen. Uh, it's it, it you see there's like this huge this huge set of gears that allow them to uh, raise and lower it. Uh, they actually have oh it looks like a hill giant uh, actually it looks like a it looks like a few hill giants stationed on the top of the tower wow. and they've got like they've got like little leather caps on their heads uh, that you that uh, it's kind of hard to make out from this distance but they do seem to have some sort of heraldry on them.
0: Oh that's cool <laughs> um, they're, they're official mm-hmm. um, there's like
1: four hill giants up there.
0: That is that is very impressive. Uh Lenore's gonna look down at the halfling bouncer. What's the cover charge? Uh, two gold. Sense motive. Unia Unia is gonna sense motive. Squelch is gonna sense motive, and Lenora gonna sense motive. Lenora uh, Lenora she's just gonna look back at the uh, more perceptive members of the party. Uh, sense motive. Unia got a twenty-seven. Uh, squelch got a 17 and Lenore, who's not great at sensing motive.
1: Yeah, you guys will probably <laughs> gather that the, 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 the uh, Lenore
0: get a natural one. Lenore, um,
1: Lenore give the guy two gold.
0: Lenore, <laughs> Lenore is going forward to give the guy two gold and Unia grabs her arm. <laughs> uh,
1: and yeah, Unia, you gather the, the cover charge. Is basically this guy uh, trying to make a little bit extra money while he watches the door.
0: Lenore, Lenore's is reaching into her pocket. She's like, "Oh shit! Okay, hold on." Uh, Unia, do you take platinum? Yeah. Oh, can you break?
1: A, can you break a platinum piece? <laughs>
0: uh, and um, Unia grabs her arm and sort of, no. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Unia will step forward and speak to the halfling. Thank you for your diligent work in guarding the door. You're
1: not gonna pay me, are you?
0: No. Mm-mm. Nice try. Eh, you know it
1: works. It works once in about a hundred times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lenora looks up. That's it.
1: Yeah, well, most of the people who are from here. Dead. They don't get a lot of visitors uh, this way.
0: I mean, it, there's gotta there's gotta been some other people who are big and cool who got
1: you see some people fooled by that. You see some people uh, holding a map. They're dressed in uh, clothes that that look like uh, that look like uh, they're from uh, some other region of the Inner Sea, and then they they they're holding their map up and they go, "Oh look, here's the clinky chain."
0: Don't forget about the cover charge.
1: Yeah, cover charge two gold. Oh, and you see them reach into a leather pouch and pull out. Uh, four gold for the two of them. They go
0: here. You go. Uh, uh, see, see, did that bring it up at all? From one out of a hundred to something bigger. I was kind of just pulling numbers out of my ass. Oh, I mean, I honestly, I shouldn't be surprised, but here I am. Anyway, are you going in or not? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, and the guy,
1: the guy uh, lifts lifts the little hook that's on the metal metal pole uh, opposite his chair, and. Gestures for you to come in, and we will enter. And then he's going to follow behind you, hook the hook the chain as he comes into the tavern, and then he's going to spring up, uh, hopping off of one of the uh, one of the bar stools and uh, jumping behind it. So what do you have? Oh damn it! <laughs> look, times is hard hard to get new help these days.
0: Yeah, look. I mean, we were planning on tipping nice. Just does that I, make I, up I for hope you it? do,
1: because you didn't pay the cover charge. God
0: damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we will. We will. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get our drinks. Um, well, what would what would Portobello like to drink? This is the complicated question. Do you have like sewer water? <laughs> like whatever we- the water you've been using to wash the dishes.
1: I mean, yeah, we got we got the slop bucket.
0: Oh, my God. Portobello, would you like There's... some slop bucket? Oh. Uh
1: leave Portobello. the O.T. outside, comes leave over. the O.T. outside. Portobello is already no. reaching for the slop no, bucket. Get it out of here. <laughs> get it out of here. This it's is a place of business <laughs> where people eat. Get it out. It's eating from out, the slop bucket. Out, out, out. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to serve you if you if you, uh, if you bring that thing in here. Come on. It-
0: Come on, There's... there's oh, food for me. Take
1: it, down to, take it down to the to the waterfront. There's all manner of gross shit it can drink down there.
0: As, as Squelch and Portobello are Why leaving... are you Portobello, bringing an Otiug around? Portobello will, will use his tentacle to grab a little bit more from the slop bucket and just put it in his mouth as they're leaving.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, for those of you who are staying in, they have ale. Uh, not particularly...
0: Oh uh, yes. Expensive. The reason sorry. The reason Portobello was an OTUG now again and not an ox any longer is because Damien had to cast Prejud- prestidigitation yep. so lost, on Unio's uh, blade, so he dropped concentration on the major yes. edge.
1: So yeah, back to being an OTUG. Yes. Um so yeah, it would be two silver for ale for all of you. They've also got whiskey.
0: Ah. Uh how much is the whiskey?
1: Um that would be I'd be, I believe, uh, five silver for a glass.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, Damien is going to get a glass of whiskey. Uh, two, one for him and one for Ophelia. He will hand it over with a gentlemanly air that makes Ophelia roll her eyes. Um, <laughs> it I can get it myself, you know. Lenore is going to get ale, and Yuni is going to get ale. Um... So that's 14 silver pieces. Okay. Uh, we'll put two gold on the counter.
1: Right. And, uh, he grabs the two gold, throws it in, throws it in the cash box, uh, and then uh, serves up your drinks uh, with very little flair. <laughs> yes. Just sort of, there you
0: go. Thanks. So, um... Hey, don't I know yous? No. Why? I don't know.
1: Uh, is this Union talking?
0: No, this is sorry, no, this is Lenore.
1: Ah, Lenore. No. Um mm, mm.
0: This is our first time here. Uh Ophelia. Noticing that uh Lenore is sort of floundering a little bit will will come over. Hi. Huh?
1: Huh? Scratches his chin, like Nah, I don't think I've seen your face before.
0: How are you doing on um sort of nightly entertainment here? We're just nightly entertainment? We're looking to make our way in the city and we thought we would get our start here.
1: Um people don't really come here to be entertained, they come here to get drunk. Oh. I mean um I mean every now and then we have somebody who brings like like a loot or uh, something and they start doing their thing. Usually, you know, to uh get laid most of the time.
0: I've been learning how to play this sitar, but I'm not very good at it yet. Mostly I just sing.
1: Right. I mean, people sing here, but I don't think that I would call any of it entertaining. Oh. It's, uh... Um, uh usually, well, Thankfully, most of the singing usually starts uh, close to last call, so then I can kick them out, so I don't have to listen to it anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, l- looking around, are there many other people in the bar right now?
1: Um, there's... There's like a, there's like a few like dockhands at a All right. table. All right. Um they they seem to be uh they seem to be uh loudly uh discussing uh the uh, highlights of one of their recent trips around mm-hmm. the Inner Sea.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: they seem very fixated on uh the size of breasts of uh women they have courted uh in various ports.
0: Alright. <laughs> they're
1: having a bit of a contest.
0: God. Um. That
1: huge dung honkeros! <laughs> Real gahunka
0: bankaloose! Anyway. Damien sort of like looks at them with like sort of a long disgusted look. And just shakes his head a bit and looks back at the party and shrugs. <laughs> um. Ophelia is, uh, chatting up the bartender. Um, should I roll some sort of, a bluff check to get him off of our trail?
1: Yeah, roll bluff. All right. Uh, to see if you can, uh, disengage from the fact that he seems to have recognized at least one of you.
0: Love. It's 26.
1: Well, actually, do you roll sense motor Virgie? Roll profession bartender. I think this is. I think that would be a recognizing people. is probably profession bartender. Yeah,
0: no, I would agree. Um, I would agree.
1: No, no, I definitely. Mm. You sure this is your first time in town?
0: Yep, we've never been here before.
1: Mm. Actually, he goes that one over there. Points to Unia. I I, I just got the weirdest feeling that I think I've seen them somewhere before.
0: Oh, they just have one of those faces, you know. I don't
1: know. That's a pretty with the scar and the.
0: I mean, I don't know what to tell you.
1: Yeah, whatever. Ah, sh- <laughs> goes to cleaning glasses, as bartenders always do when they're not actively serving drinks or talking to people. And then uh, after he's satisfied with how clean the glass is, he, he, he like pops up on the bar, goes, nobody break anything. And he goes back out to the door <laughs> and uh, sits back up on his stool.
0: Come a charge.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: All right. Um, so we're gonna. uh, It's 4 p.m. right now. (laughs) Ophelia's gonna go over to uh, the rest of the. sort of gather up everyone else. Um, we should probably find Squelch. I think that guy recognized Unia. You what? I've never even been here. Well, you know, word gets around about the curve night and all of the things that we do and the things that we and the and the way that we look and you know, somebody with a, uh, a big running water scar along the side of their face is, I guess, sort of distinctive. So, um,
1: speaking of Squelch, uh, Squelch, yes, you were guiding uh, Portobello where?
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, Squelch and Portobello are going to go to the waterfront.
1: Mm. Hmm. Uh, and uh, there'll be so. The building uh, at the uh, western end of the harbor is a very impressive dry dock where there is currently a three-masted ship up, uh, completely drained of water, uh, and people are like underneath it, like scraping barnacles off. Uh, and uh, Portobello will see the barnacles being scraped off and <gasps> lick.
0: You want? You want some? Mm, uh,
1: now this is uh, this is flying the naval jack of Corvosa. Uh, and so you will gather that this is a, this is a military dry dock. You should, uh. Okay,
0: you stay here. Be quiet. Quiet. uh uh-huh. Stay here. And, uh, Squelch is going to, uh, use, um, one use of her skin shape ability, uh, to look like, um, sort of your average human dry dock worker. Uh, And is going to just sort of like try to sidle up uh, to the people currently scraping barnacles off of the ship and also start scraping barnacles off of the ship.
1: Hold on. Uh, As you're getting close, um, there will be, uh, as you're getting like into the dock area, uh, there will be like uh, a, what looks like a officer uh, who just goes,
0: Hold on. Uh, heard that you needed help with barnacles.
1: I don't recognize you.
0: N- we're I'm new. Where
1: are you from? Name and rank.
0: Oh, um I'm a contractor from out of town. Bluff. Bluff. Uh. Bluff, 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 bluff. Uh skills Oh no, um, do I get a bonus to bluff when I am skin shaping? This is important. I don't know, that's a good uh, question. I need to look it up, I need to look it up. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> nope!
1: <laughs> nope. what did no. you get?
0: Uh, hold on, let me see what's called Just bluff modifier. Oh no! It's a, it's a minus two. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> I got a three? For a total of, it's a it's a dirty one, as they say. A one. A one. A total of one. Yes. Wow.
1: <laughs> wow, it's a race to the bottom here. Um, I got a three.
0: God damn it!
1: <laughs> oh okay, wait, no, no, plus four to sense motive. I got a seven.
0: Ah, uh, I and, could uh, I could have uh, beat you, but not today. And the
1: and the uh, officer goes oh no, no this is this is sailors only we don't have any contractors working in this area okay. it's security risk uh, sorry. i should know
0: sorry i'm aware
1: of everything that goes on mm-hmm, here
0: mm-hmm. um just uh um, you sure you're not at one of
1: the uh merchant docks down the pier
0: yeah uh could uh could i um have um one of those buckets of barnacles what Please. Why why do you want a
1: bucket of barnacles?
0: It's complicated.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, usually we just kind of dump them in the the harbor, so, um, I... It's for my friend. Um, are you buying them?
0: I could?
1: Um, I mean, I don't see why that wouldn't be a problem. Maybe just give us, uh, like, Five silver. Oh, okay. And yeah, you can have a bucket of barnacles. We were going to throw them out anyway. Okay. Okay.
0: Thank you. Right,
1: five silver. And uh, he goes, uh, hold on. Let me, let me head over to the post and uh, get a... Uh, he, he goes, uh, five silver? Yeah. And uh, he heads over to uh, to a uh, guard post that's uh, along the edge. Uh, and uh, there's like a little barred window. Goes in behind it. Uh, you see, you hear him uh, fumbling with sounds like a safe or something in there. Puts the uh, the coin in. He comes back out. and He goes, "Hey, bring up one of the bu- one of the buckets. Somebody wants to buy a bucket of barnacles." And you see uh, one of the dock workers. Uh, who's been scraping, uh, you know, they, they're sitting there, sweat, having run down their face for a solid day, sunburn, they're wearing their leather gloves, no shirt, and they got, like, their scraping tool, and they go, what? Yeah, I want to buy the barnacles! And the, the guy, uh, the guy, uh, sort of scratches the back of his head with the, with sort of the, uh, the dull edge of the scraper and just goes, Why? I don't know, but they're giving money for it. Okay. Uh, And one of them is going to bring up the bucket of barnacles. uh, And as you're waiting for all this to happen, you'll notice that there is a bounty board Oh. uh, on the edge of this area that lists uh, some uh, monsters that have been plaguing the region, as well as some wanted posters. On the wanted posters, you will see one of each member of the cover of night. Each with a <laughs> 2,000 gold reward dead or alive um, for uh, wanted for the murder of Glorio Arcona. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. It's 2,000 gold dead or alive for Unia Ophelia or sorry Unia Siren uh, Unia Siren, Lenore, and Damien. Uh and all there's also a poster up for Blackjack.
0: Okay. Uh and it has um their likenesses on it as yes, well. Yes, it has their
1: likenesses on it. Uh
0: I I would like to uh if I can while I'm while I'm waiting for my barnacles just um oops, accidentally smear a little mud across the wanted posters.
1: Okay. Um you're not currently being observed, so uh, you do that. I do that. Uh, uh, and you smear some mud across them. Yes. Uh, the pictures actually look similar to the pictures that were in the newspaper of you guys. Uh, in Corvosa.
0: Maybe I'll make it a little bit harder for people to go, oh yeah, you look just like so-and-so. If the pictures have been accidentally defaced. Yes. Oh no. Uh, somebody came through here and splashed up a mud puddle across these. Oh no.
1: Incredible. He would uh, and, just cast
0: like a little bit of a um, create water, make a little yeah, water, and just them a little sp- bit. splash. Yep. You just hold your finger
1: up and act like you're doing a mister, and it and it and it, and it ends up.
0: So rainy, oh.
1: Guy comes back out with a bucket of barnacles. Mm.
0: There you oh, go. Um, thank you.
1: You're not like a. You're not like a sea witch or something Mm-mm. gonna use these barnacles nope. to, like, bestow a curse on Mm-mm. all the sailors that have ever set foot on the boat or something, are That's you? That's
0: really specific.
1: Hey, you you wouldn't be surprised.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nope. nope. Okay,
1: okay, mm-hmm. I'm just making sure, cuz...
0: Mm, thank you, know. you, thank you for You're barnacles. you really not, though. Nope.
1: Okay, I believe you.
0: Thank you. I have no
1: evidence to back this up, but I believe
0: I, you. I would be better at lying.
1: Uh, And so you get your barnacles Barnacles. and you feed them to Portobello. Thus acquired. And uh, let's fast forward for a little bit because I imagine you guys have uh, a decent time at the bar. Yes. Um, But
0: I have have a question first. How happy do the barnacles make Portobello?
1: Portobello starts uh, chomping him down, uh, tossing him up in the air with one tentacle and (laughs) snatching him out of the air with his mouth. Like like their little pieces of popcorn.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: And he's just like Squelch.
0: You're welcome. Squelch gives Portobello a hug.
1: No. I believe Ophelia and Blackjack had a plan. Or the the shape of a plan. The shape of a plan. The beginnings of a plan. The
0: general shape of a plan. What is your plan so Ben Carlo
1: yes Ben uh, uh sitting at a table on the back of the clinky chain uh yes Ophelia what's I, on your mind? I
0: think there was a rich bastard who lived somewhere around here who we were going to put in his place yes. while obtaining some help for a friend
1: yes uh, one Lord. Osteus Veldrain. uh, Heir to the Veldrain family. Uh,
0: So I think it's probably a bit of a covert operation.
1: Yes, um, the Veldrains are. Their family named the town, obviously.
0: Obviously.
1: Uh, Actually, if anybody wants to roll uh, either Knowledge History or Knowledge Nobility. Oh,
0: me. um, Me.
1: Yes, Damien.
0: Oh, fuck. Four on die. Uh, Unia? <laughs> okay, Unia got a 21. Damien got a 17. Um, Anybody else rolling? Yeah, we'll see. Uh,
1: nobility or history.
0: Ophelia has a pretty good knowledge check. Uh, her, her knowledge nobility check is actually better. Uh, not when wow. I roll a natural one, nope. it's not.
1: Yeah, Ophelia, you have no idea who the fuck he's talking about.
0: Um, right. Uh Ostius Veldrain, uh-huh. Uh obviously we all um, know who that is. And
1: Yunia will say, ah, yes. I know about Ostius Veldrain. Okay. So, um, you will know that Veldrain uh gets its name from the Veldrain family. The first Veldrain was uh uh the first mate to Admiral Kiamalu. Uh, who... Let me see.
0: Admiral Kiamalu.
1: Yes, Admiral Kiamalu. <laughs> that would be Admiral uh-huh. Mercadio Kiamalu. Uh... Uh-huh. Basically, story goes that you had Admiral, uh, Mercadio Kiamalu, n- uh, Notable for the Mercator projection of the... <laughs> 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 of the inner sea.
0: <laughs> that bastard!
1: Bastard! Uh, uh Mercadio Kiamalu. uh... Was a rival of Field Marshal Corvosa. Okay. Who, in the years before the founding of Corvosa, had frequent uh, clashes over who should get more funding to explore the frontier. Okay. Kiamalu uh, was, you know, very stuck in his ways and like, oh no, I am the naval officer. Uh, He is just an army guy. Uh, And
0: Admiral Kiamalu. Yes,
1: Admiral Kiamalu. His name is Admiral Admiral Kiamalu. Kiamalu.
0: (laughs) Shh. There's a million things, things he, he wants to, to do. <laughs> um,
1: yes, uh, the <laughs> he uh, establishes this settlement at an indefensible beach at the mouth of Conqueror's Bay, uh, yep. and um, there's a big argument about how bad this positioning is between him and his first mate, Veldrain. Uh-huh. Veldrain uh huh. Veldrain writes letters back to the Emperor saying this place is completely indefensible, it's never going to work. Uh, the settlement is attacked and razed by uh, local Shawanti with no survivors. Uh, for this horrible mistake, you know, Veldrain writes these these extremely public letters about how this was all Admiral Kiamalu's fault. Mm, got
0: roasted on Twitter.
1: Yeah, got roasted on Twitter. Uh, and word gets back to uh, the Emperor, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Emperor demotes Kiamalu and oh, gives shit. his command to Veldrain. Oh, shit! Uh, and and then uh, Veldrain founds a town at a natural harbor uh, near the original position of Kiamalu's settlement. Uh,
0: and that and, is the city we know. And that and is the city
1: we now know as Veldrain.
0: Alright, um, There all was right. also,
1: like, a whole thing where Kiamalu was, like, super insulted and there was probably a duel.
0: Uh, <laughs> pistols at dawn
1: and so nobody nobody ever talks about uh, Lord Veldrain, except for the fact that the town still bears his name and his family continues to govern it to this day uh, Ostius Veldraine is the latest in a long line of very bitter people that have held the title of Lord Veldrain.
0: wow several details of that were really different than the play I saw that was done by the Corvosa players yes uh,
1: it, it,
0: they didn't rap at all did they
1: no, no, they really didn't. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Admiral killed. <laughs> uh, uh, and, um, <laughs> good lord. Uh, the, uh, yes, the same, the same, uh, notable playwright that also created In the Heights.
0: <laughs> A musical
1: about life dealing with gentrification of the Corvosan Heights. Uh, as the city was stabilized and it became an upscale neighborhood.
0: Well done. Incredible. Well done. Min Lanwell.
1: Min Lanwell. Oh my god. Anyway. Yes. Jesus. The the uh, hit hit South Shore musical. God. Kiamalu. <laughs>
0: okay anyway. uh it's got a chellish pentagram and he's standing at the top <laughs>
1: little little wait <late. laughs>
0: okay.
1: okay. anyway
0: anyway um um anyway yes so we're we're talking um so that's all very interesting it's not entirely relevant to our heist situation here,
1: yeah.
0: uh, but uh, Yes, the you. relevant
1: information is that Ossius Veldrain is the latest in a long line of very bitter people that have held the title of Lord Veldrain, and they uh, make their home at Veldrain Manor, which is along the uh, north road uh, heading out of town. It is a very extravagant and kind of garish estate.
0: As is the Manor of Manners.
1: As is the Manor of Manners. And there, it's said that he has a great collection of magical uh, items and art objects from the uh, heyday of the family.
0: Mm. Uh, so I think that's th- all you actually know so about. So we're thinking if there's anything in there that can help our, uh, our dear friend, our, our cat in the bag, if you will, it's probably in that guy's house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I mean obviously both of us are good at the sneaking round, but I think we could use a little spell casting. Damien!
1: <laughs> what? Oh no.
0: Damien's finishing like his, his second whiskey. What what is it? Damien, do you want to do crimes? What? Again against who? Against rich people. <laughs> Fuck yeah!
1: Amazing. <laughs> so, what what is your plan for getting into this guy's house?
0: So, um, Damien can cast Dimension Door. Okay. Uh, which will help us get through whatever fences. And you have a wand of. Dimension we have door. A, we have a wand of Dimension Door now we have as well. Two wands of Dimension Door. Don't oh my you? god! Um, let me just double check on that. N- N- no, just no, one. just one. Okay, just one. Sorry, uh, I had multiple ones. I mentioned. Shut of a bitch. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I only got one. Yep. <laughs> well, when you <laughs> don't murder <laughs> hobo,
1: you don't get all the loot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was, uh, the trade off. Unfortunately, on on that cultist who I uh, whose body I didn't loot, there was uh, a ring of splendid security on that guy. Just you know, mm. damn. Mm-hmm. damn. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, so where's, where's Val Drain's house?
1: Hey, it's right here where there's this nice picture of this guy. Oh. This guy who looks like Willem Dafoe.
0: <laughs> Not Willem de friend.
1: Uh Willem Dafoe. Yes, there is, there is a... God! Uh, a that's man,
0: uncanny. Yeah,
1: a man <laughs> who looks a lot like Willem Dafoe with long, uh, a long mane of gray hair, uh, and, uh, sunken eyes and deep... Wrinkles uh, around his face,
0: protruding cheekbones, and just hollow, craggy cheeks.
1: Yes. He has a, a high collar uh, on, on a on a fine leather gambeson uh, that seems to be indicative of someone who uh, probably served in the navy and likes to wear their uniform around to remind people that they're a military man. What
0: a prick! Yes, um, yes,
1: Lord. <laughs> Lord Veldrain.
0: Lord Ostentatious Veldrain. Ostias Veldrain. Sure. Yes. Uh, Lord Asshole Veldrain.
1: I think that's all you guys actually know about the place um, from what you rolled.
0: Okay, okay. We may need to spend a little bit of time casing the joint unless
1: oh actually no let me give you one, uh, one extra piece of oh. important information okay. about the history uh, Vil- the city of Veldrain was independent for a, for a little while uh, basically the city was uh, was established in 4410 uh, and it was independent for six years uh, <laughs> after at which point uh, Corvosa subjugated it
0: oh rip yeah <laughs> it was a whole thing so, so, hmm, is there like a, is there like a fence around here? Like, like, I kind of feel like maybe I should get some information from like the black market uh, in the area before I like, have other people broken into Lord Velgerine's house before? And if so, what was their experience like? What, what, sorry,
1: what are, what are you doing?
0: Um, has. I want to see if I can get information on Veldrain's house so I don't just, you know, like dimension door into his bedroom by accident or something.
1: um, so how would you like to go about getting this information? Because you don't have this information.
0: Yeah, so, um.
1: You could consult the local library. You could, uh, (gasps) you could ask around.
0: There's a local library?
1: It's a decently sized town. Uh, a large <gasps> town, even.
0: Oh my God!
1: <laughs> they maybe ask the historical society about stories about.
0: So, uh, so, so, Manor. so, so, what's happening is it's like five. It's like five p.m. Yes. Um, everybody is sitting around. Uh, Ophelia and Van Carlo have their heads together, and they've pulled in <laughs> Damien, and they're talking about where they should get the information. And Damien goes. Is there a library? Can we go to the library? Let's go to the library. And he starts. He stands up. And starts leaving. The wait, wait, wait. Um, Lenore, Unia. Well, what is it? Uh, should we get out? Erk, I didn't say Lenore Unia. I said the, I said the other names. Uh- what? Uh oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, you call to yeah. whatever I, their I call, fucking fake names are. Ophelia were. calls to Lenore and Unia using whatever fake Did names. Did you write down, down their fake names? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they had fake names yet. Okay. Um Abel Baker. Abel. <laughs> <laughs> um and Did I write them down. Uh
1: <laughs> I know one of, at least one of you had an actual fake name that we yeah,
0: it didn't was, write down.
1: yeah uh, uh, you also needed to uh, talk to the minister of culture if you wanted to get a performance license,
0: <laughs> right?
1: And they said that the, your your uh, your writ was only good for three days in town, right? Uh, and you had to get that if you wanted to stick around. them.
0: okay, okay, uh, maybe we can do that tomorrow.
1: That's day two of three. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. So, um. Right now we are going to the library.
1: Welcome to 5 p.m. the library is closed.
0: <laughs> I just want to jump cut. I just want to jump cut. Let's go to the library. Actually, now it's
1: about 5:30. The cut. doors are locked.
0: Chirp chirp. The the sun is going down. You can hear the uh the sun's the not cricket. going
1: down. It's it's the middle of summer right now. The, the
0: the the crickets are chirping in the afternoon heat. Yes. And the library is closed. David's just going to knock. Hello. No response. Please, I am but a poor bard seeking knowledge.
1: Somebody uh, like an old woman comes to the door uh, and you just see her through this, this frosted and kind of dirty glass uh, that she just points to the sign that says closed uh, and says that their hours are, are nine to five.
0: I just got lost on my way here.
1: And this hook-nosed woman just looks at you like, points at the sign again. uh, Roll diplomacy.
0: (laughs) Damien, roll diplomacy. Here we go. Here we go. Perform act. Uh, He's actually better at bluff than diplomacy, so let's do that. Fuck.
1: (laughs) She wraps a ruler on the sign. And then pulls the shutter down over the window.
0: Okay. What kind of shitty library closes at 5pm? Most of them. Shitty libraries. Amazing. (laughs) Library in Thumen is open all the time.
1: (laughs) There is a gift shop across the street, though. They're selling all sorts of things. Oh? Little uh, uh, commemorative boats that are sort of modeled on uh, Veldrain's uh, original
0: ship. Hey, hey, Damien, will you feel better if we get you a little boat? Mmm, maybe.
1: How much are the little boats? Um, like a couple silver.
0: <laughs> Which one do you want? Um, uh, why? Are you
1: interested in the history of Veldrain?
0: Uh, oh.
1: Welcome to Crazy Eddie's Discount Gifts! <laughs> We got all kinds of deals for those of you who are interested in the history of (laughs) Veldrain! Try one of our commemorative scale model boats!
0: You can put them in a bathtub and they actually float just like the original Lord Veldrain. Wow, um... Yeah, those are definitely tiny boats. We also have
1: these. These are scale models of the ship originally captained,
0: originally commanded by
1: Admiral Kiamalu. They don't float. They just sink right to the bottom of your bathtub.
0: Fitting. Just like Kiyomalu's career. Fitting. Um, Actually, boy, are we glad that we've met you. Um, First off, your tiny boats are top notch. Thank you. Um, I made them myself. You have a talent, sir. I
1: I made them after thorough thorough consultations of of actual records of what the sailing vessels of the founders of Corvosa should have looked like. You have done an excellent job, Mister Eddie. Would you like Eddie, to see sir? my notes and my diagrams? Yes. That would be five gold. Okay. <laughs> And you see this guy is like, wow, these guys are really interested in my in my toy boats.
0: Yeah. Um, We'll we'll take take a look at those documents. Is there anything in there about Veldrain Manor? There's
1: there's there's like tourism packets that talk about uh, the history of the manor and like when it was constructed and how uh, there was a fire. Uh, in the in the forty five hundreds, and then part of the manor was restored. Uh, there's a lot of talk about the about the history of the of the noble family of Veldrain. Uh, they there's basically um, the original Lord Veldrain, and then there's about three generations, and then you get to Ostius Veldrain, um, and uh, then you have uh, Ostius's son uh, Heinrich Veldrain, uh, and then. Uh, Heinrich and his wife uh, actually died about ten years ago. Oh no! Uh, and nobody was ever able to figure out the exact causes of their death. But um, Ostius uh, took custody of their son, uh, a boy named Maximilian Veldrain.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: and there's like little little uh, pictures of uh, there's little pictures of the family. Uh, originally, with Osteus Veldrain uh, looming above uh, his son and uh, daughter-in-law, and, and a I'm little, sure. little baby uh, in there, oh. in their hands, and then there's a picture uh, which looks more recent, uh, which has just Osteus Veldrain resting a hand on the shoulder of Maximilian Veldrain.
0: How one hope to continue the family line. Yes. That poor kid. <laughs>
1: Uh, and yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of talk about, uh, uh this is, this is Maximilian Veldrain as he, oh, he he's look a, at this he's sad kind little of a
0: Victorian child. Yes. A sad
1: Victorian, uh, boy of about maybe, I don't know, maybe 13, 14 with, uh, with, uh, messy poofy hair, uh, and, uh, sunken eyes.
0: Are we sure this guy isn't Neil Lattice's kid?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Could looks be. a bit like him. He does kind of look like Neolandis. Uh, oh, he's got, he's
0: got, he's got bruisy dark circles under his eyes. He like he looks, he looks sickly.
1: Well, that's his grandfather. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think he looks positively radiant in that yeah, in that no, regard.
0: No. Oh, oh, kiddo.
1: Like Ostia, like looking at Ostias, he looks like uh, his face is just like a thin layer of leather pulled over his skull. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeez, he really does. It's quite uncanny. Yes. Um, uh, like if Willem Dafoe were evil and like the evil distorted his. If features, Willem Dafoe were evil. In the if if Willem Dafoe and Emperor Palpatine. Oh, w- yes. Were like merged. If Willem
1: Dafoe played Emperor Palpatine.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> okay. this guy. Like this guy has like some cracked, bloody lip things going on like this i was like get some chapstick man
1: get me (laughs) (laughs) spider-man
0: but yeah uh any any additional information about the kid maybe we can get information out of the kid
1: um yeah um there's a little bit of information about maximilian uh apparently you know um he you know his his life is uh, actually, uh, roll me a uh, knowledge nobility as you're going over. Is he on his way to becoming
0: Batman after watching a criminal kill his parents? All right. Uh, knowledge history, you said? Okay. Have Yunia roll. Wait, no. Knowledge nobility. Knowledge nobility? Shit. Okay, Here sorry. You're
1: reading about the noble family. Or you can roll knowledge history for the historical documents.
0: Okay, just we'll roll this. It's a plus nine modifier instead of a plus ten. God wow. damn it, Yunia. Why you suck at this? I keep rolling natural. <laughs> you do.
1: Yeah, there's, uh, there's an eleven for okay. a total of a natural uh, one for a total of eleven.
0: A natural one for a total of ten. Uh it's an, the knowledge nobility is plus nine. Okay. Um here. We'll have we'll have Damien try. God. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. good. A nineteen. So
1: you guys are there for a while. Uh at at a certain point the guy's like, you know, I'm I'm closing the shop. Uh do you all wanna stay for dinner?
0: Oh, um, thank I you. Don't, I don't. I don't usually get
1: people that's interested
0: in my work. Oh, it's 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 so interesting. Thank um, you. Uh, let's have Ophelia roll a knowledge history check too, see if we can get that up over the thirties. So it's a okay. So Ophelia helps. Uh, so a at, at thirty-one. Okay. Should we say for dinner?
1: Um, I mean, you're gonna have to. It takes eight okay. hours to do it. Yeah. A, yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, at about seven p.m. <laughs> Ophelia,
0: hmm?
1: you are starting to feel a little weird.
0: Uh, oh, um. you're,
1: uh, you start to get this feeling in your legs like they're sort of turning a little, you know, you're, you're starting to uh, feel a little shaky on your legs.
0: Oh, oh, uh, how, how long has it been since I cast uh, feet?
1: Probably in the morning. So we're coming up on about ten hours. Ten hours. Uh-oh, yeah. Uh-oh.
0: Uh-oh. Um, uh oh. Um oh actually I am I am not feeling great. Um would somebody be able to help us back to help me back to our inn, please?
1: So Ophelia is not actually able to aid for the entire time <laughs> as at about seven PM you start to feel uh your your legs get kind of shaky and you can feel the magic starting to wear off. Uh and you uh, have a couple minutes.
0: <laughs> Lenore, Lenore is going to uh, fairly scoop Ophelia up mm-hmm. and uh, say, thanks for dinner.
1: Right. <laughs> but you didn't even stay for desserts. I was going to order tiramisu from the baker. Oh, my down God. Down oh,
0: Here. Oh, oh, hold on. Can you can you wait for a second? <laughs> uh, so, sorry. Sorry. Uh I'll. They'll bring me back a piece. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do that. Uh,
1: uh, and so, uh, uh, actually, Lenore, where are you going?
0: Oh, God. Do, do we have an inn that we were going to? Um, no.
1: <laughs> back to the clinky chain?
0: Yeah. Uh, back to the clinky chain.
1: <laughs> All right, so um, you're going back to the clinky chain and about halfway there, uh, the magic wears off on Ophelia's legs. And, and suddenly you are carrying uh, a merfolk with a full golden tail.
0: Oh, jeez. As the as the um, center of gravity shifts, Lenore needs to kind of like <laughs> shift Ophelia around in her arms a bit. Are, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. This is just awkward. This didn't used to happen to me. Yeah, <laughs> I, this has literally never happened in the entire time uh-huh. that I've known you. Lenora's uh, carrying Ophelia. She's sort of uh, moving to carry through like alleys and stuff that are a little bit more yeah. uh, um, secretive. Now you
1: will, uh, you will at, at a certain point uh, be in like lamplight, and uh, there'll be will be like uh, somebody leaning out a window, uh, actually probably dumping their chamber pot, and they look and they go, "That lady's carrying a mermaid." Look, Ma, it's a mermaid.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) Let's pull a blanket out of the bag of holding and just cover up Ophelia's tail.
1: (laughs) Somebody like an older woman comes to the mermaid. What are you talking about? People don't walk around the streets with mermaids. And uh, look and say, no, look, it's just a lady with a blanket covering her and a fishtail poking out. Oh, my God, it's a mermaid. (laughs) Uh, And uh, we'll get back to that later. Uh, So Damien... Uh, you did get a 29 total. Yes, yes. Um, what are you looking for?
0: We're looking for either information about Maximilian Beldrain uh, or uh, about um, uh, the manor and the construction thereof. And it's like it's something along those. And the treasure vault of the manor is really unique in the way that it XYZ is.
1: Uh, roll for me. Uh, do you do you have skill focus in either nobility or history? No. Okay. So roll for me a d8 plus your int mod.
0: Okay. Uh, my int mod is. See how is much information you get. Now a plus seven. Uh, so there one eight plus seven. Okay. Ten. Okay.
1: Um. So with a ten, um, you gather. Uh. You know the circumstances of uh, Heinrich Veldrain and his wife's deaths. Uh, have uh, never fully been investigated. Uh, they, there's a lot of uh, rumors about Maximilian Veldrain uh, that uh, he, he seems to be a tormented boy uh, who has never quite reconciled the death of his parents. Oh my God. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about how, uh, you know, some people aren't necessarily sure that he's fit to carry on the Veldrain uh line.
0: He is gonna become Batman, isn't he? There,
1: there's there's talks about him <laughs> just uh being uh, a bit of a troublemaker. There's talks about him being uh uh about uh getting into public fights with his grandfather where he would mouth off to him and uh uh there was a famous incident a while back where he was mouthing off to uh Ostias oh, uh about uh, something about the way that he was running the city, and Ostius slapped him in the face, <gasps> like in front of uh, a huge crowd oh, of shit. gathered nobles. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's uh he's a he's a belligerent uh young man, uh, as as young men often are at the age of fourteen, a troublemaker. Uh, and uh, other than that, you know that. That he's uh, got a typical noble education of anyone who would be a noble in uh, the holdings of Corvosa. He's got like a thorough, uh, he's got a thorough uh, education of the history of Corvosa and of Chelyax. There's, um, you know, he speaks multiple languages. Uh, He's been, he's been uh, educated on the history of the city.
0: Excellent. It
1: seems that the family is doing every, uh, that Ostius is doing everything he can to prepare the boy to lead the family. However, uh, there's a lot of doubts that he will, uh, be able to take up that position.
0: Excellent. So, so. Um,
1: You'll also know that, uh, there is, that, uh, there are tours available of the, a public area within the, within the manor, uh, that you can, uh, attend at 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock and two o'clock every day.
0: Oh my God. Okay. 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 So, um, Damien is looking at this. Maybe we don't actually have to get in ourselves at all. Mm-hmm. Damien looks at Unia. Think we could convince the kid to be a hero? Maybe. Perhaps not us, but one of our friends could. Damien turns to Van Carlo. What do you say we uh Oh, uh, thank you. We'll have we'll have. Uh, can I have an extra piece of the tiramisu, by the way? Thank you, thank you.
1: The guy, the guy uh, lives on his own, uh, and uh, he he seems very happy to have all this company. No. Uh, he's going on and on about um, uh, about the uh, the construction of the temple of Arastel.
0: No. Uh, and
1: uh, apparently, there was a lot of drama about who to dedicate the temple to. <laughs> Uh, because, you know, they wanted something that would look over the Navy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one person was like, oh, we should make a temple to Torag for the military service. We should make a temple to Abadar to protect our, our commerce. And then finally they settled on a temple to Arastal because there's not a lot of temples to Arastal in the area. And they wanted someone who could protect them while they were on their long voyages patrolling the, uh, coast. And apparently it was a whole thing. Uh,
0: <laughs> Fascinating. Thank you. Thank you. Um so we'll we'll uh as we'll we'll put all of our stuff back um and uh say our goodbyes to this fellow give him a couple of gold for his trouble um thanks for the food here's two more gold is that sufficient i have no idea how much jiramisu costs around here
1: uh yeah yeah that, that would be great uh- it was. It was just wonderful to meet all of you. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. It was great. Uh, it was great.
1: talking to you. Uh, well, let me know. Let me know when uh, when Charlie can come back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Charlie. She wasn't feeling good. But. Yeah,
1: that's a shame.
0: All right, come on, Baker. Uh, and yeah, they'll they'll make their way. We'll make our way back to the Clinky Chain to meet up with uh, Squelch and Boardbell. Uh, it was Clinky Chain
1: rare sailboat and the loud frog.
0: Rare sailboat. <laughs> um so yeah we'll head we'll head back there um a, a squelch and portobello started hanging out uh in the back with uh an empty bucket of barnacles lenore and ophelia making their way there as lenore is sort of carrying ophelia bridal style through uh various alleyways and etc and uh do we all get back there all right Okay. Okay. Hey, you get back there already. Um, does anybody else uh, yell? At o- Ophelia's yeah. unusual. A fish few tail? people.
1: A few other people notice that you are a, mer- a oh,
0: mermaid. So embarrassing! Put me in the bag of holding and let me die. <laughs> if I put you in the bag of holding, I have to take Neilannis out. There's not room for both of you. I'm not taking Neilannis out. <laughs> right. Um, actually, uh, Neilannis will
1: come out uh, while you guys are having dinner, and he will be like, okay, yeah, way I figure it. There's a few times during the day that would be totally safe. Uh, He goes, uh, so, at dawn, I probably need to be in the bag. Because that's when the queen will be waking up. From about 8 to 11, she's busy with matters of state. And so, I should probably, I can probably be out of the bag at that time. Unless she's delegated the job of having somebody scry on me to someone else who tries it during that time. Uh, and then uh, she would have uh, a brief moment to take care of personal affairs before her lunch, which would be at noon. Uh, that goes for an hour, and then there's uh, then she holds court for uh, uh, three hours after that. And then uh, from four to five, she has her private tea, and then there's a chance that she might scry on me during that time. Uh, and then uh, from five to seven, uh, there's more meetings, uh, with the council, uh, and, uh, then, of course, her dinner at six. And, uh, I can probably be out of the bag during that time.
0: Okay. So- I think everybody
1: in the ho- in the castle will be busy with dinner. Okay. Uh, so I'm working it out. Uh, I think there's some times that I can be-
0: Okay. Out of the bag. Okay, uh, what if she messes with her schedule to make it harder to predict her movements? Uh, well then, uh, then I'm fucked. Hopefully she doesn't do that. Probably piss a lot of people off. A lot of these
1: things are traditions that are enshrined in the Corvosan monarchy, and I realize that saying that after everything you've told me <laughs> about what she's been doing uh, doesn't really mean as much as I would hope. We'll, uh, we'll
0: all do our best.
1: Okay. But, anyway.
0: Uh, as as we go into the clinky chain again, Yunia is going to uh just make sure their hood is pulled over their face. Uh and um hey, do you all have rooms available?
1: I don't know. Rooms are usually for people to pay the cover charge.
0: <sighs> just saying. We'll give you two gold for each of us. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I got rooms for you.
0: Alright. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, and uh, he will uh, actually say yeah I got a couple guest rooms on the second floor they're in the new edition so they got all the fancy amenities of a new edition
0: nice nice Uh, cool."
1: you open the door to one of these fancy rooms and you'll see that these new amenities that they have uh, include things like floors with holes in them (laughs) uh, below which you can see the bar room uh, and you can see people moving around down beneath uh, and uh, some of the other amenities include circulating air via the drafts of the air <laughs> blowing through the gaps in the boards on the side of the building
0: would casting mending on any of this no, help at all it wasn't
1: built right the first time. No. <laughs>
0: Oh, God. All right. So we're holed up here for 12 gold. Yep. Yay. Yep. Good job. <laughs> this fucker. <laughs> this is the part of the adventure where rains like, you all have money to burn. I'm going <laughs> to squeeze it out of you.
1: <laughs> 12 gold? Really? Is that, is that squeezing gold out of you?
0: <laughs> it's the principle of it. It's the principle of the thing. <laughs> it's the principle of the thing. All right. Um, so, Um.
1: So what's your plan for the next day?
0: So a plan for the next day. Well, um, first, we got to wait for Ophelia to be able to make her tail turn into legs again. Uh,
1: now, now, do you all have a means of a better means of transporting Ophelia than Lenore carrying her all the time?
0: No, <laughs> we should we get like a we should get like a. um. Oh, my God. Can we get like a combat wheelchair?
1: um maybe Uh, um that's possible oh my god
0: oh my god
1: (laughs) uh is that something that we'd like to look into
0: yeah i'm so i mean um when ophelia has her tail yes uh, her land speed is 10 feet around yes it's bad
1: yes i would love for her to be
0: able to move 30 feet around
1: so if you can get a combat wheelchair you can uh depending on the the complexity of the wheelchair yeah. uh do a lot more
0: she she could also use her celestial armor to cast fly on herself and get a fly speed of 60 feet for, but uh, for a, minute a couple per level. yeah for a few minutes so you need something a little uh, more permanent yeah, for the rest yeah, of the time yeah yeah um so that would be that would be a neat thing if we get one that like folds and we could put it in the bag of holding uh and then if ophelia turns into a mermaid uh and we're in the middle of something we can pull it out and sort of uh uh reexpand it and she can uh use that to get around a bit faster, a bit easier. Yeah, maybe. Uh I get I get the impression that uh going 10 feet around is probably very clumsy and uncomfortable. Um yeah. <laughs> it's
1: basically untenable.
0: <laughs> flop, flop, flop. Not great. So, yeah, so we could look into getting that. Um but also I want to see if I can find uh Maximilian uh and be like, "Hey kid, you want to screw over your old man? Do you want to help somebody who really needs it and be a hero? Yeah. Also, do you want to screw over your old man?
1: So, you <laughs> want to you want to find a 14-year-old boy uh who is uh the heir to the noble house
0: and ask him to steal his grandpa's proof against emulative uh, proof against detection How location. do you
1: plan on getting in contact with him?
0: I don't know. <laughs>
1: uh Keeping in mind, uh, like, you know, you, you are talking about sneaking into uh, the vicinity of a 14-year-old boy.
0: <laughs> I, Unia prepped sending today. I, Yunia, uh, does sending have a word limit in Pathfinder?
1: Yes, I think it's 25 words.
0: Yes. A creature with which you are familiar... Mm. Um,
1: not really familiar with him
0: but then it says the subject recognizes you if it knows you
1: oh I guess you are familiar with I think uh, you just have to be Maximilian
0: yeah Maximilian Veldrain is I think familiar enough enough. actually Um, so so something like uh, this is Unia of the famed cover of night we need your help meet in the market square at 11 a.m tomorrow okay that's your message uh please respond confirmation
1: (laughs) um you will get how long does sending last
0: it's 10 minutes to cast
1: 10 minutes casting okay Um, you'll get there, there is a little bit of hesitancy in the response, but then you will hear, I heard about Lord Arcona. My grandfather deserves worse. Oh shit. (laughs) That's it.
0: Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. This might, this might be going forward. This might be happening. This might be happening. (laughs) Oh, I wish I would have prepped more than one sending today. Unfortunately, Lenar <laughs> goes. Do you have another sending? N- no. Why? I I wanted to see if I could talk to Edgar. Oh, it's it's been a little while, um, and I'm sure things are really scary. I miss him. I only prepared one sending today. Unia says, looking a little bit embarrassed and sheepish at Eleanor's earnestness. Uh, if you want, I can prepare it again tomorrow, and you could talk I could talk to him on your behalf then. Uh yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Um I understand though if you need to prepare stuff for Veldrain stuff and not for me. Uh you know. I've been waiting a while. I can wait another day. The way you say that is only making me feel worse. I'm I'm sorry. It's just a lot. So I guess we're gonna get a good night's sleep. Does uh does Ophelia need to stay moist? I feel like yes. Okay, you um, do need to
1: stay moist.
0: Uh, Squelch is gonna cast uh create water on some uh on like a bedroll to get it like nice and soaky. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, and we'll get uh, our snoozes in. I guess uh, Portobello is probably not up here. Portobello is sleeping out back in the stables, uh, if there are stables. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess um, in the morning, should we, should we leave it here uh, and move on to uh, shenanigans next time, or should we uh, let
1: let's go to, let's go to the market.
0: All right, all right, all right, uh, so in the morning uh we will uh ophelia will cast uh fenced feet on herself uh and we'll uh what
1: hour are you casting fenced feet on yourself huh at oh, what, what hour hour
0: at what hour um ten a m
1: ten a m okay
0: cool. yeah, uh, so like right 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 as we're leaving, um okay. Ophelia's sort of like awkwardly flopping around uh uh and Lenora's decided to carry her again. Uh, we should probably get me a chair or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if they have one in the market.
1: Okay. Um, I think we'll do the shopping off air because uh, yeah, yeah. there is a bit of shopping that you can do where you can offload some of your gear mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. just obviously not all of it. Yes. Um, because of the, ba- the purchase limit of the town. Yes. Uh, but uh, we'll do that and we can handle probably the, the chair. I will tell you, uh, you will find uh, a shop somewhere in town that does have assistive devices uh for helping people uh it has things like um clockwork clockwork limbs or uh stuff like that uh as well as um uh it has like clockwork prosthetics for limb replacements uh as well as you know your more traditional stuff you know they also have like hooks and peg legs and things like that uh but they also have uh wheelchairs Uh, Your more typical wheelchairs, uh, you know, just the big old Victorian wheelchairs with the huge wheels on the sides, Uh, those will run you about 20 gold. Uh, Then they do have as well a magical wheelchair, which is basically uh, it is enchanted with floating disc uh, and allows you to move at a speed of about 30 feet. Uh, Now, you can't be more than five feet above the ground at any time. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, it it allows you to uh, have a move speed of 30 feet uh, as long as you maintain five feet above the ground. Fuck yes. Uh, And it comes with pouches where you can store your gear along the armrests. Excellent. Uh, And um, it can float up and down stairs uh, as opposed to your more traditional wheelchair, which, you know, has to be like... Tipped back and pulled upstairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this this uh, let me actually let me go to the actual magic item pricing so that I can. F- I, I don't Excellent. I don't have this as a magic item.
0: Yeah, uh, but it's a ra- f-
1: relatively simple enchantment. Yeah. You just put floating disc on a seat. Yeah, uh, and now you can hover along.
0: Yeah, there um, there is. Uh, a series of assistive devices coming out for Pathfinder 2E yes. that will probably be out yeah, by the time in the grand this bizarre. by the time this episode comes out. Uh, yes but uh, doesn't uh, exist yet they don't yet. exist right now so yeah, it doesn't do exist it. yet.
1: Okay so so this is a constant magical effect. Um, or really it can just be a high enough gastro level uh, effect because uh, this lasts for an hour per level anyway. So uh, wait Continuous, use activated or continuous is spell level times caster level times two thousand gold. Right. So for floating disc, floating, floating disc is a first level spell mm-hmm. uh, at a caster level of one mm. to enchant the item with uh, with floating disc, uh, and so times two thousand. So it's two thousand gold.
0: Okay. For yeah. for a
1: magical wheel, uh, for a magical hovering chair.
0: We will get. Uh, Ophelia, a magical hovering chair
1: that uh, you can. That basically, it's basically just the chair. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's got like a little footrest uh, hanging mm-hmm. off the bottom. Uh, it's got armrests uh, that could be that can be folded up or put down in case you want to use it in combat. Uh, you know, either you can have the armrest there to support your arms, or you can put them down so that you can like wield a weapon, and, mm-hmm. like fight. Yeah. Uh, nice and it's collapsible basically it just folds up it's 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 not much it's it's you got the back of the chair you got the seat and you got the the leg rest and you can fold it all flat into just like a little briefcase size thing
0: excellent perfect perfect Um, perfect
1: and yeah 2000 gold
0: that's great uh we will happily put down 2000 gold for that
1: cool uh, and you can also equip it with accoutrements if you wanted to do that. Uh, but we, we're not going to get into that. This yeah. place doesn't have that stuff, but yeah. if you wanted to, you can add like, you know, uh, armor to it. Excellent. Like that. Excellent. Grant uh, yourself like a deflection field and <laughs> stuff like that.
0: <laughs> oh boy. That's exciting. Okay. So, uh, we'll get that and then we'll head to the market square, uh, and look around for a, um... Sickly Victorian teenager. Yes. Uh, um, we are we are in disguise. Should I roll disguise uh, for the day?
1: Um, I think if you take enough time in the morning, you can just have Ophelia take twenty on disguise okay. to get everybody ready.
0: Okay, um, so that's a um, uh, thirty-two uh, for everyone flat, um, and then a forty-two for Ophelia because of disguise self from the ring uh and a 27 for unia
1: technically uh both ophelia and uh, ophelia and and carlo yes ophelia and carlo both benefit from their uh like anonymous
0: oh, social identity oh yes she so also get a plus 20. oh wow okay yeah. <laughs> so nobody's nobody's seeing through ophelia's disguise uh, uh,
1: yeah, like Ophelia has had enough experience disguising herself at this point, that you can take twenty over the course of the two hours that it takes before you cast Finn's defeat, getting everybody ready in a way that you know they wouldn't be recognizable on their own.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: and uh, so you get out to the market, and the market in the morning is a flurry of activity, um, and it seems like there there are you know there's hundreds of people in this area buying food and clothing, various luxury items that are on sale in the market, uh, and did you say where in the market you were meeting him?
0: Um were just looking d- for d- I didn't have the a 14 year old? I didn't have the words! Okay. Uh.
1: <laughs> so, uh. um, give me a I think a survival because you're trying to track him.
0: Alright, come on Squelch. Come on Squelch. God, you've got to be fucking kidding me! Yeah.
1: Squelch, uh, I got spends, a natural one. Squelch spends about an hour looking around, and just there's so many people, it's kind of overwhelming.
0: Lenore, uh, Lenore, what is with my rolls tonight? Yeah. That's a three. Yeah,
1: a couple hours go by, you're not able to find any sign of the kid.
0: This is so embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> It's getting to um, about noon now. Unia, Unia did prepare sending again today. Um, and uh, they will go over into a corner, uh, spend ten minutes casting it, uh, say, uh, apologies for the delay. Please meet us next to the fake handbag stall. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> We will go that way. You
1: go to the fake Hand Pick God Stall. damn it. Wow. <laughs> How many spell slots does it take to find a teenager?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, just gonna give me a second. I'm rolling so bad tonight and it's so funny. Incredible. Um, it's like sometimes it's really sad and unfortunate and frustrating and sometimes it's funny and thankfully tonight it's funny. But yeah, uh, so we'll go and wait by the fake handbag stall.
1: Uh. Uh, The lady that you talked to before will be there. And she'll be like,
0: oh, oh, hey, hey,
1: uh, uh, were you happy with your... uh
0: I'm back. oh it's great Everything's thank you good. so much yeah yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm so
1: sorry uh by the way about um yesterday uh,
0: oh no it's fine I'm it's fine really, don't really don't, sorry it's okay don't worry um, about it
1: oh my god this is embarrassing oh
0: no um, it's okay I just I brought my I brought my friend Abel over here um she wants a bag too
1: do you oh my gosh yeah, I um, do. okay um well we have the only the finest in authentic thousand handbags you um, <laughs> they're available for 20 gold
0: Oh yeah. Uh, do you have? I like that one up there. Do you have it in red?
1: Um, and uh, and uh, as she's like reaching up, uh, to get uh, going like oh, in red. Um, I don't know. Um, she's reaching up to get it, uh, and as her back is turned, you see a flash of light, uh, and one of the handbags on the counter turns red, and uh, a hooded figure reaches out and goes. I think you'll find that this one is red, Miss. Oh, thanks. And the lady go- turns around and goes, "Oh my gosh! I guess it is. Um, wow! I didn't, uh, I didn't see that. Uh, that's really thank you. Wow. Do you have one in, um, nicely spotted? Do you uh-huh. have one in, uh, black? And uh, she'll she'll go, <gasps> yes, I do. And uh, and uh, the hooded figure puts down a couple platinum pieces and goes, "I'll take one in black." and uh and uh the the figure uh uh bows and goes thank you for your incredible service uh this is really the finest in talented worksmanship uh and uh she goes oh look at you oh thank you um uh she's like sort of like looking to try and look in the hood like uh well I hope you enjoy it of course
0: have a nice day Um, Uh, um, And then
1: the figure will uh, turn and start to walk west.
0: And we'll follow the figure.
1: uh, Down an alley Mm -hmm. uh, and tosses the handbag in a trash can. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Lenore looks at hers and kind of sucks it away.
1: (laughs) And then um, as he rounds a corner, you will see uh, the hood pull back. Uh, and there there is this pale-skinned sunken-eyed uh 14-year-old who goes so are you really and looks at who's who's here
0: uh Ophelia uh Lenore Unia, and Damien. I think Squelch Squelch and Portobello are probably a bit too noticeable uh can can Squelch yeah I don't know um maybe
1: uh, Squelch would be pretty noticeable yeah Squelch and Portobello
0: yeah, Skulch and Portobello are, are off um, uh, Eating barnacles Yeah, eating barnacles <laughs> uh, Holding down the fort at the okay. clinky chain Actually, I think somebody would need to uh, Stay back at the clinky chain And just keep an eye on If the bartender tells anybody That he thinks he saw a member of the cover of night yes. Um yes. Okay So uh, Skulch will hold down the fort
1: uh so uh you all are talking to uh the boy uh yes you see this this boy he's dressed all in black he's got a black cloak (laughs) Uh, very pale skin uh and uh kind of bruised looking sunken eyes
0: that was a neat trick with the handbag changing his Uh, collar
1: yeah just a bit just a bit of magic that i've picked up in my studies grandfather says that a proper education does include the study of the arcane
0: good not everybody is so keen on it.
1: Hmm. Quite. I've heard about you. You're really them. He's sort of like looking at you, sort of squinting at the disguises, just being like...
0: Ophelia will... um, Can she just use the ring to briefly look like her regular self? uh, And then go back to being disguised? You can also
1: costume change, because you're a vigilante.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ophelia, yeah. Ophelia can can costume change uh, into. Well, she'll she'll put on her siren garb for for a bit. It's us. you see
1: you see the kid's eyes sort of like you see the spark in them light up. Heard about what you did, taking down Glorio Arcona, vile man. Yep. People in the city don't really think so, but I've read about him. I know what he's done. They're all like that you know they put on their friendly faces and such at parties but I hear the way they talk they've all got skeletons in their closets ones that I think should see the light of day
0: well what did you have in mind
1: what do you want from my grandfather
0: we have a friend who needs to remain hidden we were hoping that maybe your grandfather had something in his rather impressive treasure pile that might serve to occlude someone's location.
1: Ah, you mean like an amulet of proof against detection and location,
0: or a wand of uh, of non-detection? You know, yes, whatever. yes,
1: yes. Uh, they're very they're very in vogue for the nobles uh, yeah. in Corvosan Holdings. Uh, I see a lot of them like to keep their clandestine activities secret, but my grandfather has one. He wears it at all times. Oh. Uh, in fact, I suppose the only time that he ever takes it off is uh, for his evening bath. Not exactly the best time to no. intrude.
0: No, kind of awkward.
1: But... That would be at about 7 p.m. each night. Mm. Our manor is extremely well guarded, but I do like to take the air on, especially on these hot summer days.
0: Of course.
1: Window could be open, and he, you see him, like, like lean out from this alley where you can actually see one of the towers of the manor. Perhaps that one. You mm. see there's, there's, like, a little... A little balcony about, like, on, like, the second or third story. It's hard to tell because you're looking over the roofs of some of the smaller buildings here. Uh, I was like, perhaps that one would remain open. Perhaps from there you would enter and you could proceed down the hall. There'd be a spiral staircase in the tower itself, which would take you to the second floor landing. My grandfather's quarters would be there.
0: I suppose it would be a shame to discover a man had sustained some sort of accident while bathing. Those porcelain tubs can get awfully slippery.
1: No. Take what you want. There's enough death in and Holdings. But if you find anything that Grandfather would not like the world to know, I suppose you have your friends who can tell secrets.
0: We can manage that.
1: That's the trouble with all the lords of Corvosa. They all think they can hide away their secret selves, but the shadow can be seen. And uh, actually, as he says, uh, as he says, the shadow can be seen.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah, Yunio's ears perk up a little bit.
1: Um. There, there's almost like a uh, like a drawing in of of um, the the midday shadows around him, and you almost see like like uh, like this the second shadow seem to stretch out from him uh, and come to rest upon the wall. It says this uh, the shadow seems to peel off from the wall into a ghostly figure, and uh, from the research that you've had. You would see that this hollow figure that seems to appear looks like uh, the pictures of Heinrich
0: Veldrine. Oh my God! This child is haunted by his dad.
1: Yes, and uh, and you'll see the this this figure uh, almost like wisping off as if wind is blowing him. Uh, just. It, like, look up toward the window, look at you, and then look at uh, Maximilian and nod.
0: Yes. Much can be revealed in shadow. Yunia's staring at this phantom.
1: Uh-huh. I've heard about what you did with the Temple of Eridan. They say the shadows still linger. I've come to familiarize myself with a few lingering shadows in my time
0: you have my condolences child this is not an easy path to tread
1: it is not hopefully yours keep you as good company as mine he reaches out a hand and the figure closes around his hand
0: that is so sweet and so fucking terrifying
1: find what you can about my grandfather share it with whoever will listen
0: you have our word.
1: Okay. Uh, and with that, uh, we will bring this to an end.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my God. This is this is much more than I was expecting. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, this. boy. Oh, boy. OK, so he doesn't want us to kill his grandpa. No. Just take what we want and let the skeletons out of the closet.
1: Yes. Let the skeletons out of the closet.
0: I I think it's it seems very much like Veldrain may have killed his son and his daughter in law. Like this is this is this the why else would the, the the kid the kid is so so the kid is haunted by his father, yes. the spirit of his father. Good lord. Uh, <laughs> so I was making jokes about the Batman thing, but like, y- you know, uh, if Batman were uh, a medium, I guess, is it a medium or uh, a... A
1: spiritualist. spiritualist. If, yes. if Batman
0: were a spiritualist. To
1: summon the phantom of yeah, his father. summon
0: the phantom of his dead parents. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Also, this kid is cool. This kid is cool as fuck. <laughs> I love this game i love that there are just like cool plucky children who are ready to fuck shit up uh <laughs> who the cover of night can help i love helping plucky children fuck shit up uh fuck
1: shit up this is what i'm the here for plucky children everywhere
0: yes right. and
1: we'll be back row, next row, time fight
0: to power row, row
1: fight to power
0: we'll <laughs> be back next time on curse, curse of on the, the crimson, crimson throne, throne. throne. shit up fuck shit up fuck shit up (coughs) oh sorry to heaven to roll is produced by david clark and katie dukshire the curse of the crimson throne and the pathfinder role-playing game are property of paizo and are used in accordance with their community use policy this session featured sound effects from sirenscape to see how you can use sirenscape to enhance your own games check out sirenscape.com this session also featured music from Michael Gelfi Audio and Philip Melvin, including The Ascension of Arthur, Halls of Sandman, Walk the Path of Shadows, Dread the Circle, Dark Metropolis, and A Dreadful Reflection. We are on Twitter at to have and to roll. Rain is at rain zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at daftprodigy. We are also on Tumblr, to, to We will be back in two weeks as the cover of Night dig into the secrets held by one Ostias Valdrain. Will they find a magical means to properly hide the Seneschal? Will they find evidence of foul play against Maximilian's parents? Will Damien's experience with heists from the Jagari Museum help them at all here? I guess we'll find out next time. Bye!